I'm Mel Stewart, and this is Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest and a special topic, something that matters to most of our listeners on the podcast, coaches, moms and dads, the center and the sweet spot of who drops in on the Swim Swam Pod. Today, we have the director of Total Performance Swim Camps, Ron Contura. Also, the Kenyan coach, head men's and women's diving coach. And Ron has this fantastic offering in Gambier, Ohio, with this camp, which is very unique. For I, I, I'm we've worked together for a few years and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the names, but I went deep in the weeds on my research, Ron, and I was pretty surprised by your offering. It's, uh, I, I was like, I, it's, I had this moment over and over when I was saying, wow this is strong. Wow. This is great. And, um, in this podcast, we're going to, we're going to do a little comparison compared to most of the, some big name colleges and their camps and what they offer. But, uh, mostly I wanted you to come on just because I wanted to hear about 2021, because based on my math, this is the only camp that hosted overnight. Is that correct? Uh, to my knowledge on a college campus, that is correct. Um, of course, and you know, we're we're all we're dealing in the aftermath of the pandemic. We hope we're coming out of the pandemic. We let's let's keep our fingers crossed. But it it sort of put the entire community in a tailspin, uh, and and we have a very energetic camp promotion, and uh, a lot of camps come on, and and it's very energetic, especially over the the winter and spring months into the summertime. Uh, Two thousand twenty one went flat. Um, interestingly, you, you were not in that bucket. You were like, Nope, we're moving forward. We're going to do this. Um, what made you so confident? Well, as, as director of the total performance swim camp and what Jim Steen started 40 years ago, it is a very unique camp setting here at Kenyon college in Gambier, Ohio. And to the point where I felt very strongly that we can do it the right way. We can keep it safe for parents. We can keep it safe for everyone and give kids a taste of camp. Again, the pandemic is emotionally and mentally draining more than physically draining, I believe. And so I went to my administration and I fought and I, we followed every uh, protocol that we had to follow to make sure that we were providing a great camp experience for everyone. That meant what? That meant single rooms for everybody. Uh, that meant a, a modified check-in system where we're, where I sat there and I tested everyone and I gave them uh, masks and I gave them you know, temperature checks. And I said, this is what's happening. We had vaccinations for those who had vaccinations. We, we made sure that we had no reason not to run a camp and to let kids be kids. And 300 plus uh, children signed up for our camps. We were sold out on a lot of our elite camps, all of our elite camps. And it turned into normal life for a lot of families and a lot of kids. And that's what it's all about. And, 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 and that's what camp's all about. Camp's a moment in life that's very important to the youth development process. And, and I believe in that. And I wanna make sure I create the safest environment for every child that comes to a camp that I'm the director of to ensure them that they have an experience that's gonna transcend the rest of their life. What's impressive is that you got Kenyon College to, to be on board with this because most, 
most camp offerings uh, on university campuses had, they got a flat no. The answer was just no. Uh, a lot of coaches uh, who run these camps, and this is a this is a cash cow for a lot of big name coaches. You know your top ten D one coaches, and um, you know they they want that revenue. And the university just said no. How did you get Kenyon to say yes? Persistence, um, but also the science, the science about water chemistry and chlorine and what the safety. Uh, there's not enough people out there promoting how safe chlorinated environments are. Um, and, and so it's giving them that evidence and that, uh, that data. And then we have an ability at Kenyon, we could do single rooms. And so single rooms became the game changer in hosting the camp because we have um, plenty of dorms that were sitting empty. And so, and it doesn't cost them anything for us to put people in them. And, and they own the camp. And so it's in their best interest to try and generate some revenue from it. And so it was a win-win for Kenyon and a win-win for, for all the families that participated with the camp. It felt as though a lot of coaches were, um, and, and the feedback that I heard over 2021 was that uh, they were relieved that they didn't have to run a camp in many ways. Uh, I think a lot of people are in, in, in this community, the aquatic community is, is, is huge. It's a huge participatory sport across um, swimming, diving, water polo, you know, artistic swimming. It's, it's very energetic and people don't realize how energetic and the numbers that it involves. The, uh, the coaches seem like they're just exhausted and they were relieved that this, they didn't have to do this. Um, what, what, when it, what makes you different? It is exhausting. There's no difference. But for me to have a camp, I believe in youth development. I'm a college coach because I love working with 18 to 22 year olds and I love working with high school kids. And I've never got to go to camp when I was in high school. And the first time I was a camp counselor, I realized what I missed and the, 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 the organic growth that takes place with the counselor and the, and the pods. And, and you got your group of 10, you got people from all over the country coming and you get to meet new friends and friends for life sometimes. And so it's, it's something I'm very passionate about and trying to make sure it happens because it's important for child development from my perspective. As I'm talking to you right now, I am vaccinated, boosted, uh, my social distance. I've been wearing masks. I double masked when, when I heard that Omicron was the, was so much more contagious and I am on day six of, of, I got, I got infected six days ago. And I'm still sick as I'm talking to you right now. It feels like um, everyone is sort of over this and that uh, they're going to just move forward and, and live with this, if, even if we have more variants. Is that, is that the sense that you have? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm two weeks. New Year's Eve, I got tested positive. And so I, I feel I'm, I'm two weeks ahead of you right now. And, and uh, it is a, yes, I, I believe humanity is over it. And, and, um, we need to uh, understand what normal is again. And, and I see that there's a lot of camps that are going forward this summer. I'm sure every camp has the caveat saying that it might cancel or whatever, because legally we have to say those things. But I feel very confident at Kenny College that we're, we're going to exceed expectations when it comes to safety. We're going to exceed expectations when it comes to a camp environment and the camp experience. We have a lot of tools in place. We have an amazing pool we have an amazing coaching staff. Uh, last year, my biggest problem was finding enough people to hire. I, I was probably two counselors short 
And those two individuals would have given so much time off to the other counselors I had. And so if there was one complaint I got from my staff last year is they were tired and, and I totally get it. I understand. We went three weeks straight. It was a very intense three weeks for them, 300 plus kids. And, um, but everyone walked away. It was an experience like no other. And, and our coaches are hands-on. Our, our headliners are on deck. They're talking with kids. They're building relationships. They're encouraging. The classroom settings we have are question and answers. And you know, the coaches we bring in, are, are they want that environment. They thrive under that environment. During the pandemic at, at our business, at Swim Swam, it, it, when it hit back in 2020, uh, we were a few weeks into it. I called up everyone, staff, contributors, co-founders, and said, we're not going to slow down. We're going to do, we're going to service it the way we've always serviced, even if no one races one stroke. And um, the, the thinking was, if we can, if we can, if we can manage this in this uncomfortable period of time, if we can get comfortable with being uncomfortable, we'll be better off as we, as we come out of this. It seems to me like you're the one camp that is in that standing right now. And um, you have to be pretty proud of yourselves for, uh, for, for doing that. Cause the feeling I'm getting now is a lot of people are throwing it together and they're behind the eight ball. And that's, that's, that can be frustrating and, 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 and tough. Um, do, do you feel like, Hey, I'm in a much better position to, to, to host again this summer. I, I will say this at the end of June last year, I was so proud of everyone that worked camp because we, we, we made history. We made history. We said, yes, when everyone else said no. And guess what? Not only did we say yes, we did it the right way. Parents were happy. Kids were happy. Kids got better in the water uh, and kids had a normal experience. And, and because we said yes, and we said, you know what, we're going to do it the right way. We're going to make sure we, 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 you know, stay in our box in a sense. But I also have the ability at Kenyon College to do it the right way because we're, our facilities are unlike that at any other school. We have our, our classrooms are right next to our pool. We have a lot of open air. We can socially distance quite easily. We have outdoors right next to us. We have green space everywhere. So from a camp environment, I have a competitive advantage over everyone else. I don't have busy streets to cross. I don't have to bus people to and from the pool. I don't have to worry about soccer camp and 250 kids interfering with my camp in a sense. We, we have Kenyon College to ourselves in a sense, and it's a, it's a really competitive advantage, but also it protects us from what's going on today so that we can provide more to our, to our customers. I want to move off this topic if, if, you, if you can go a little deeper and, and get granular with it. But I do want to say that it's um, not, all, not all camps are the same. Um, there's, there are a lot of big camps where you, you know, you sign up because the university has a, has a brand, it's a brand name and, uh, and it, it gets a lot of headlines on swim swam because of their competitive success. But the, you know, the reality is, and I'm, I don't want to call any, everyone out or just, or I think most people who, if they do their research, they'll know, but, uh, your the head coach might, might show up and, and give you a 15 minute talk every so often, but they're, they're doing a guest appearance at their own camp. Um, the beauty of, 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 of this camp is that it's, uh, and these camps, excuse me, is that you're, this, this is high level instruction. 
you have a list, you have some a list people in the sport of swimming, um, who really are, are, are steering these camps. And it's impressive. Could, do, do you mind if we, if we get into that right now? Absolutely. I know this, this, uh, first, first of all, you have your associate head coach and, uh, Fernando Rodriguez, he, he's doing sessions one, two, three, and four. And that's impressive. That, that, that's, that, that's great. But I was, I was going, and you can talk about Fernando as much as you would like, but I got down into the elite camps and I, my, my jaw sort of hit the ground. I was aware of it, but, um, it's impressive. Your distance camp, June 5th to 9th, it's, uh, Justin book is the, you know, it's the head coach. He's leading that camp. Uh, Head Princeton swimming coach Brett Lungard is is doing the elite breaststroke camp June twelfth to sixteenth. Uh, we've got our good buddy, our great friend, my 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 Olympic peer, my Olympic brother Nick Folkers doing the elite uh, strength camp June 9th to twelfth, and uh, Nick's lending his support to the sprint camp. But uh, the real guns are coming in with Stephen Youngbluth, University of Florida sprint. This camp is June twelfth through the sixteenth. That that's a list. That, that's star studded. That's a great offering. Um, is it, uh, it's also a big investment. It's, um, yeah. that's a big investment on your side. How, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you square that with, with this is a business with running a business? Cause that's a big investment in a camp. It, it totally is. And, and you got to give credit where credit is due. And, and, and personally, I don't think Jim Steen gets enough credit for what he's done as a coach. He is by far the greatest college coach, any sport, any division all the time. There's no, I mean, John Wooden's good, but John Wooden is still 20 national championships or more behind him. I mean, there, it, it, Jim, and, and, but Jim Steen has a personality that is so infectious that he has mentored so many coaches out there in the swimming world that he would keep bringing them back to camp, bringing them back to camp. So for, for a Steven Youngbluth to come back, he, he's coming back because of Jim Steen, not because of Ron Contura. Just be, you know, let me be clear about that. Nick Folker, on the other hand, I got to know Nick when I was at Cal as the head diving coach at Cal, and we built a great relationship. There is no aquatic strength camp that has ever been done in the world, to my knowledge. And I had an idea last year to say, hey, strength is important to aquatics. Let's do a strength camp. And let me bring the best strength guy I know to Kenyon College. Last year's camp, we had, we had almost 20 kids doing the strength camp, and there, it was green. Everything was new. Nick did an amazing job. And anyone who gets to work with Nick Foker knows it's a really special uh, opportunity for them to really grow as a person and be challenged as, as a person and as an athlete. And so um, this coaching staff, Brett Lungard from Princeton, um, he's a personal friend of mine. And we were together at West Point and, and um, Brett is, is wonderful and he's an educator and he's, he's great with the kids. He loves coming here and doing the camp. Justin Books, NCAA Coach of the Year. And so he loves distance. And his, you know, one of his, his college roommate was Josh White, the associate head coach at Michigan. So those guys talk distance all the time. And when you get into the classroom settings of the elite camp, it's literally a four-credit college course on that discipline. It's, it's hands-on. It's, it's interactive. It's not a coach coming and saying hello and leaving. It's getting into the nitty gritty of the science, the physics of stroke. And how do you go faster? 
and then questions and answering for, you know, getting Caleb Dressel as a freshman in college, Stephen, what did you do? How did you get him to go faster? And, and, and just the nooks and cranny of all the idiosyncrasies of swimming that as a diving coach, I appreciate because diving is all physics as well. And so, but to watch it happen in the classroom setting here is unlike that I've ever seen at any sports camp. Going into your background, it's, uh, and, and I'll full disclosure, we were talking a little bit off camera and I was like, Ron, you know, I think in another life, you might've been a CEO of a big, a fortune 500 company. It looks like it, something always happens where you, you're, you're organizing and managing everything. Is that, is that a fair statement? It, I love events. I love aquatic events. I fell in love uh, with it in college and just I've had the opportunities to work with some of the greatest uh, coaches in aquatics, be it Hobie Billingsley to Dick Kimball. I got to meet Doc Councilman before he passed away. Uh, North Thornton, I would consider a friend of mine and, and as well as uh, other coaches that I've been, been uh, you know, able to have experiences with. It's been outstanding. And so um, running all the events in San Antonio in 2016 and being the safety coordinator for the Olympic team and making sure everyone was safe is just unique opportunities that have presented themselves to me. I've been able to coach at two Olympic trials at one for swimming and one for diving. And, and, um, and the list goes on. It's just these opportunities present themselves. And when I got to Kenyon college and this opportunity to be the director of the total performance camp uh, presented itself I was all in because I believe in camps and I believe in what we do here at Kenya. What's how many hours you work in a week? Cause it doesn't sound like you're taking time off. You keeping, you keeping it balanced. I'm trying. I am trying. It's uh, I got a 12, 10 and three year old and an amazing wife that support me and what I do. Uh, but when June comes around, you know, it's busy time. And so I make sure I balance it with the uh, July. <laughs> I understood, respected. I appreciate that. It's, um, you know, you, you talk with so much passion about the camp experience and, and what a camp provides you. Um, you know, I, I didn't do a camp as a child, but I, I did uh, some I did some day camps. I didn't do overnight camps. I did day camps. Um, when my kid was 13, I took my kid to some camps and um, and, and, I, and I, I can hear the passion in your voice. And, I, and I, I know what my daughter took away from it because she's 21 years old now. She doesn't compete. And, uh, but she still talks about that camp. She still talks about the, there's something that happens. You get this hive mind, you start moving together as one. And um, she still remembers that. Uh, you know, where, where does that passion come from? Wait, I mean, what, what was the, you know, what, what was the thing where it's like, wow, this is, this makes sense. Kids need this. Parents need to make this investment. It, 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 for me, I had the same experience of not going to camp. And then in college, I became a camp counselor at an FCA golf camp of all things. And so that changed everything for me in the camp experience because one, as a college student, I had a group of kids I can encourage. And that's what I needed. That's what I needed when I was in high school. I had nobody encouraging me. I had nobody believing in me. I was lost. I was completely lost in high school. And camp provides that kind of centering that helps parents uh, uh, in a big way. And I bet all my camp counselors, I'm very involved in hands-on with what's happening at camp to make sure that it's a healthy environment for everyone, that we're doing it the right way. Uh, one of our policies is we uh, kind of ban cell phones. Uh, we don't want cell phones at camp because there's too much damage that can be done there. And so I'm very 
And I'm the bad cop always. I'll be the bad cop. My counselors do nothing wrong. I do everything wrong. My counselors need to be um, looked at as heroes from the camper's perspective. I'm always the bad guy and I'll take that hit every day, twice on Sunday, because I really believe in the safety of what's happening and development that's happening holistically through the week. And so parents, if you're listening and you're out there and you're looking, camps are great. I'd love for you to come to Kenyon College and the Total Performance Swim Camp. But I, I would encourage you to look at all other camps, church camps, other sports camps that are, exist in the country and, and, and read about them, bet them, talk to them and see which one fits your family and fits your family uh, and your child's uh, desires. You're a camp evangelist. <laughs> you really are. There, there, there's so many. There's so many people out there, and they're and they're social media evangelists or they're techno evangelists. You're you're a, you're a camp evangelist, and I and I appreciate this about you. What it's what is your hope um, when a kid comes through and has this experience? What is your hope that they come away with? The number one thing my hope is, is yeah, I want them to learn something, but more importantly, I want them to feel stronger as a person, as a human, that they're more confident in who they are because Brett Lungard said hi to them or Nick Folker said, hey, that was good. Or Steve Youngbluth gave them a little pointer that at the end of camp, at the camp meet, they said a lifetime best. Those little moments matter. And, and that's what I hope they take away. Folker worked with, I mean, the, the Cal professional you know undergrad and postgrad groups this is like this is you know it's it, depending on the the olympics it could be 25 percent of the olympic team and uh i remember when when nick went away and nick was uh nick was a successful entrepreneur for entrepreneur for a period of time and uh i remember that when he when he started that company and left it was it was that they felt like how are we going to replace him this is Nick's impressive. Uh, Young Bluth is like, if you're a kid and you're going through this camp, you're, 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 you're talking to the guy, you're getting instruction from the guy that, that is saying, Hey, Caleb Dressel, your body position needs to be just a hair this way. Having that sort of mastery standing on the pool deck. That's impressive. Um, I was curious as to how, how you got them there. And, uh, and now that we've talked for a little bit, I, I, I'm kind of seeing some, some, some of those, uh, some of the ingredients. And I'm, I'm going to try to bring that to swim, swim. It's a, there's this, there's a, there's a lot of passion. Do you have any parting thoughts before we, before we, before we end this conversation? Well, I, I really appreciate swim, Sam and their support of the total performance swim camp. Uh, Mel, it's been great getting to know you over the years and I finally get to meet you face to face. So it's, uh, so I'm not going to walk next to you and not know who you are anymore and, and vice versa. So that'll be great at, at, a, at a pool somewhere. We'll, we'll connect and, and, uh, and maybe catch lunch or dinner or a cup, a cup of coffee sometime. Um, but for all the, the swimmers out there that are listening or the parents who are listening, um, this is the premier swimming camp in the world, in my opinion. What happens with the total performance swim camp is 100% directly related to Jim Steen's passion towards the sport of swimming and his lifetime of developing a, situ- a, a camp that from a, a scientific and math perspective is all about getting the individual to go faster or to get them to exceed expectations for who they are. 
And that's kind of what I'm trying to take from him and actually push into the camp continually is to get individuals here that want to be a part of something that's a very safe environment to enable them to exceed expectations on who they want to be and who they want to become. You're going to get exposed to some of the greatest coaches in America, but more importantly, you're going to get exposed to some of the greatest people that you're going to be around. Jim Steen will walk on deck during camp and nobody knows who he is, you know, just kind of walks around and says, I run. And uh, he's retired. He is retired. And uh, he comes and says hi. We had a really special dinner, though, I'll tell you, last year at camp. We had all the headliners and Jim Steen at dinner. And it was, I wish it was on video. The stories that were told, the, the moments that were shared there, I know they were special for everyone in attendance. And so um, things like that are going to happen at our camp. There's going to be this random opportunity that takes place that I'm going to grab and, and say, hey, come on over. Let's go. Be a part of this camp. One, one camp offering, I'm going to plant a seed for coaches that are listening to this as well. I want to uh, have a one-day uh, coach development specifically related to high school coaches, a total performance coaches camp. Uh, I'm working with my administration to get approval for that. Uh, it'll be like a Friday, um, and it'll be a limited space for who can take it. But I really want to have a, a coaches camp, a one-day coaches camp where I have a couple of headliners that are here and 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 I will try to get Jim Steen to say a few words to them as well. Um, but it's something I think we lack in, 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 in our country to really continually work coach development, specifically on the high school levels, to really build them up. And so that's something I'm passionate about. So be on the lookout for that offering as well. If you're out there listening, we're going to put total performance swim camps in the show notes and detail all the offerings with several links. And um, thank you for coming on, Ron. Hey, thank you for having me, Mo. It's been great. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.